Hello and you're very welcome to uh, Friday Sport with myself, Aidan Raftery, and the show is as always kindly sponsored by Best Drive here in Lanesborough Street in Roscommon. And now next up we have another rugby interview with uh, Sam Fogarty, uh, who is currently with uh, Buccaneers Rugby Club in Athlone. Hello Sam, how are you? Are you well? That's good, that's good. And uh, I suppose just to start off and let the listeners know, tell the listeners uh, a bit about yourself and uh, how you got how you got into rugby and uh, how you got in how you got into and attracted to uh, playing for Buccaneers Rugby Club. So I kind of I kind of started like everyone else really. I kind of I just went down to my local club uh, Buccaneers um, at under tens. So started under tens and played all the way up through. I'm going into under twenties now. Um, this year and um yeah it's been you know throughout the club it's been brilliant like we've we've won loads and um you know it kind of the competitiveness in the club as well and it kind of it did really attract me to the sport when i was younger because I, I wasn't too um i never really found the sport when i was young i, was, I went i played football i played gaelic and i played everything but kind of i never really liked anything but i loved so when i went down to books i kind of i really enjoyed the rugby down there and um when I went to school then in the Marist, uh, Marist College, uh, kind of rugby got more serious for me then and uh, really kicked on then throughout secondary school and um, got into the youth systems in Connacht. Um, uh, represented Connacht as, uh, from under from under 15 regional squads to the uh, under uh, 18 intro squads. And um, yeah, it really just kind of all started in books, went, to the, went through up to the uh, the youth systems and then uh, went to the Marist then, uh, played, uh, we won the Junior Cup in the Marist, uh, we uh, didn't get to win the Senior Cup now, we, uh, and unfortunately because COVID last year, uh, we didn't even get to play a game, but um, now uh, now this year, uh, under 20s, so I, I missed out on my, my senior year due, due to injury, but um, yeah, I um, started there in the club, and the, you know, the club's been brilliant, but uh, yeah, that's kind of that's, 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 that's me at the moment now, just uh, playing in the club now and um, hoping to kick on next year. And tell us a bit, a bit more about like the the type of uh, the quality of the coaching and the coaches in both books, Buccaneers Rugby Club. Uh, you know, as you were going up through the grades, and also when you got involved with Connacht and uh, you know how that came about, and also how was it you that you showed your position in books now? It is. I've had a load of coaches. I've had a load of coaches. My um, uh, my first coach, John O'Carroll, uh, kind of he was he was great uh, at bringing people into the game when we were young. You know, he, he explained it very easily, and uh, he didn't complicate things or anything like that. And in fairness, throughout the club, coaches they tend not to complicate it. It's kind of the important thing is is everyone has fun, and it's not it's not uh, putting pressure on lads or you know because. Uh, at the end of the day, we want to keep everyone. We want to keep everybody playing. So it was, in fairness, now to them all, they were very welcoming and they were, you know, they 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 made it very enjoyable for us all down there. And that's what that's what it's all about to kind of keep the interest, the the interest of the players as well. And I suppose with regards to the um the position that you play in, was was that your decision to play where you where you play the position you play, or did the coach advise you? Did the coaches advise you this is where your skills lie? This is the best position for you. Well, when I started now, when I started, you kind of if you walk down to a training session, especially in rugby. You know, if you're a big fella, you get put into the forwards, and if you're a small fella, you're out in the back. You know. Yeah. But, um, 
as the training went on throughout the years, the um, chances, you know, I, I, I play a lot of my future uh, uh, as I older, I wasn't getting stuff. So I made the transition to the back row then. And, you know, you know, kind of things were explained to me and uh, the role to uh, the game and how to progress myself uh, as a player kind of, um, it really helped because, you know, as, uh, although nowadays it's been on a back row, you know, don't anymore, but um, just doing extra things around the pitch kind of, you know, the learning that it gave me and as well as that, even other boys who, you know, a couple of my friends who would have started off as backs are now forwards and vice versa. Some lads who are forwards are now backs. It really, like, you know, when you're under 10, under 18, you're, you're, you're so it, all the coaches really, you know, you know, they keep an eye and, you know, if you see some fellas struggling, you know, they give loads of opportunities for everybody. That's it, and it's probably, I suppose, at, at underage level or mini rugby, as it's probably called. Um, you, you know, they try people in the, in different positions, which is uh, a great, which is great as well because it it, it gives the coaches a chance to see where you know where about where their best talent lies, but it also gives. Uh, gives an insight to the players themselves as well as to to experience the different positions as well. Exactly, yeah, I know it is. It's brilliant out there in fairness. And of course, as well, the other side of it as well is, you know, how how tactical a game it it actually is, and the strategies and different tactics and for the different and the different styles of play. Um, I suppose that's kind of a thing that's not brought in until kind of earlier or later on in your career, as in, you know, that'll be something for kind of like under 14s, under 15s, or is it something that's brought into it that you're made aware of at an early age? So when you, in in the youth system, uh, you don't play on a full pitch, I think it's until under 13, so that's up until under so say under 12, you're kind of playing at a half a pitch, pitch or blitzes, but when you get to under 13, you're playing on the full pitch, and it's not really kind of your but have, you know, up until under under 16s, you know, you don't jump in the line out. You know, you, you just jump, you know. It's it's, it's nothing too um, complicated, whereas when you're under 18s, you know, from a line in the game, you know, have a great strong game, it's much easier to win the game. But when you get the base building, like passing, doing um, side steps, you know, getting all those in your that when you get to under 18, there you progress on. It's kind of it's so nasty that you don't have to. In under 18, you know you have to worry about the line out. You have to worry about that the moves are going right. You have to worry about that we're getting a dominant scrum. That the out half knows exactly that his backs, you know, are, are ready for launch and, and player knows to Whereas in younger groups, it's really more important that you know everybody just. Is, is learning the basics, enjoying themselves. That's it. And from from there, then, um, how did how did the opportunity with Connor come about? Um, so I would have, like everyone else, I would have done a trial at under 14s, 15s, and you would be kind of you'd be in development squads, which meant that uh, Galway would have a regional squad, Athlone and Roscommon, Bandeslaw, we'd all be in a, a regional squad, um, kind of. 
Balna, Sligo would be in one and everything like that. And we would come together and play each other um, a couple of times a year. And different coaches, all the kind of coaches would be down there and they would be kind of like looking at everybody. And then when you get to under 17, uh, under 16 and 17, then the squad's kind of shortened down to uh, uh, an actual underage Connacht squad breaking and you play in the Interpol. And um, that was, it was held down in uh, this year now it's not this because of uh, COVID, but going on at the moment, I should say, they, they under 18 played at the weekend. And, but when we were doing it, we were down in U Limerick for 10 days playing against and that was, it was uh, when we were under 17s, we got to go over um, on a tour over to Wales and to uh, to England. And, uh, yeah, it was an unbelievable experience. But it was just through the screening systems of um, trials at, at underage. And then kind of the squad kind of windles down until under 18 level. And when you when you actually found out that you, you made the uh, the, fi- the final cut and... Um... You know, you you were involved at matches at interpro level. How did you find that uh, compared to, I suppose, being with uh, being being with Buccaneers? It was just kind of like it was. You were out of your comfort zone. You know, when you're when you're with the same coaches for a couple of years and you're with the same lads like in school and in the club. You know, you, you do get quite comfortable in the environment. But when you're with Connick, although I'd known the lads, a lot of books were in the um were in as well. You still kind of extra level of, you know, you're not representing your club or your town, you're representing your club. It's a, it's a massive step. You know, it's huge. You know, a mistake here is not a mistake. You know, a mistake in the level is, you know, a couple of years, you could be under the six and a couple of years, you know, whereas in the club, you know, something might happen or, you know, it can be brushed past very quickly. Playing for contact would have been, you know, the added pressures of, you know, the the, the the higher intensity playing against Munster rather than or Balwegian players. And how how did you find the step up from uh, from playing for Buccaneers to to um to playing for Connacht and like like I suppose really you kind of through all the trial games and different things like that you probably would have got to know on the players as well the other players that eventually made it into the squad which kind of helps as well but. Uh, did you did you find that it was like a natural progression, or did it take you did it take you time to get used to it? Uh, when 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 playing for Connacht, we had a, we had a great squad and we had a very a tight knit group of players. But come when when we all you know when the matches started, we we played against Ulster first, and even the first hit, it was just you could just feel that you know it was a, such a higher intensity and such a uh, a step up in standards like uh, playing the games and how fast the games were such fast tempo and everything was perfect you know there was there was very rarely a mistake especially in Leinster uh, when we played Leinster it was horrific weather conditions uh, for the whole game you know the ball was, was slippy but you know the the tackles were still coming in and it still had to be fast you still had to be you know on the money every time and I suppose that was kind of really it it was the, just the, the massive step up in how fast the game was you know how you know the passes had to be perfect, lineups had to be perfect, and um, just the fact that you know you, you can't afford to make any mistakes anymore. You know. And how did you? How many years were you with with Connacht? And I suppose you would have learned a huge amount uh, with Connacht, and I, I suppose that that would have stood to you then when you went back to when you went back to book Buccaneers after uh, after the under after the under eighteens and under nineteens stint with the with Connacht. 
yeah, it was huge, you know. Cole, like, uh, uh, Cole Tucker and uh, Conor Gallen and Jim Hawk, the Jones was talking so much throughout uh, the year. Um, and I suppose it's all less things that you don't, you know, it's it more the plane that you learn so much. And you know their their advice kind of uh, coming in after it, like you know little, the little things correcting you on the little things uh, that can you know help your game so much. Whereas you know your club coaches don't like they're trying to you know prepare for the weekend and you go you can't you don't might not have time to really focus on the little things. Whereas when you're up in those squads up in Connacht, like from under 15s to under 18s, you know they can really focus on the little details to improve you as a player. And of course, when you bring that uh, that experience back to, you know, when you when you go to books, that 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 benefits yourself, but it's also experience that you can you can help your teammates with when you go when you were when you went back to Buccaneers, wasn't it? Yeah, I know it was, it was brilliant. Now, and I was we were very fortunate. I think in our in our Buccaneers squad, I think we had at one point we had I think ten or eleven representing in Connacht from our book our book squad. So it was you know it was very friendly. That were we were all together, you know. So it was it was it was it was very easy, you know. Like um, the boys, when you're you know like lads who you play with every week, every year, you know, it was, it was all like having to you know do what he was going. It was much easier to play. And that's that that's that's very helpful to you. So when you went back then to uh, to Buccaneers, take it from there, like going back from playing from Connacht up um, up until now. It was um, so I, we we were kind of always with Connacht the the kind of so say we would train in the summer we would train with Connacht during the summer and then we'd go and we play club and school rugby throughout the winter the normal uh, the normal season so it'd be kind of great after coming in so say we would have had a summer of training so we'd still be just pre-season kind of it takes a while fitness you know we would we would only be off a couple of weeks so. You know, it was it was handy coming into the first game, and he's already been training for summer. For you know, as opposed to lads who hadn't been training at all. You know, it's the first couple of weeks. So you'd you'd have the benefit of the extra the extra fitness level. Yeah, fitness, yeah. yeah. and uh, I suppose then from your your natural progression, then uh, where are you with regards to the senior squad and Buccaneers? So this year, uh, I tore ACL. I um I I had to get enough. Uh, get a replacement put the out next for the next uh, you know hopefully hopefully under for now I'm just helping out trying to help out coaching a couple of teams uh, in the club for a couple of the, the younger teams uh, as well as that in school as well and I'm helping out as well just uh, organising things in my, within the club team then. So unfortunately, I won't be able to get playing senior rugby for a while, but it'll uh, hopefully it'll come in, in good time. And uh, of course, last week now, in, in uh, I did a podcast with uh, with Joe and Ashling, uh, the two physios at under twenties level, and we were kind of saying, you you know, the different level, the different injuries you can get, ACL injuries, concussion is quite common as well, despite all the 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 new kind of rules brought in um by the you know into the game uh, internationally and uh, i suppose really we were kind of discussing the impact not not just the injuries but the uh, me- the mental 
impact that that has on players is it the mental welfare that that has on players as well um you know be it for whether it's an injury for a couple of weeks or whether it's a long term injury like yourself with an ACL it is kind of uh, important to, to keep the players involved because i mean if you're at home and you're you're just resting at home the whole time and you're not involved you feel distanced from the from the lads and you don't feel as involved in the club but I suppose whereas if we're doing if you're doing like what you do, you're still involved with the club, doing different things, helping out with the coaching and things like that. Even just attending training sessions for the team that you're with. It it kinda makes you feel involved and of course the lads are there to help you through it as well and you know, you're still doing the rehab as well. So in that sense you're still always involved and you you don't feel as excluded as you otherwise would be. Oh, it's so important. Like it is you know, when you're injured it is kind of Maybe you know, not even you know, training sessions for your own team, but like helping out in other areas throughout the club, like you know, whether it be coaching or you know, helping out at uh, different events throughout the club, or uh, especially going down to matches and you know, keeping involved, or if there's any ever like you know, uh, team social events or anything like that, you know, making sure that you know, you 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 you, you, you say going to them, and you know, even if it's like doing your rehab, your rehab while the training is going on, so that you know, you're still around the. The group of lads or um you know your teammates and just making sure like you know you don't drift away from the place and you know you you don't lose lose the touch because like lads can you know especially like with an ACL injury or say a long-term concussion or for a couple of months lads can just kind of go ah well you know I'm I'm not really bothered now or like that you know it annoyed me just seeing it but like you know, in fairness to Nile uh, uh, our manager this year from the 20s he, he contacted me straight away and said look well, we want to get you keep you involved you know we know you're not going to be able to play for the season but look you know he he, he knew it was important just to keep keep players around and you know they can do this not be necessarily a player role but you know different roles of helping out with social media or uh, fundraising or whatever you know so it was it was very important to, you know to keep around for the year and that's good for your own mental fortitude as well as you know um, because I suppose to a certain extent you you know that you can't play for the season but to a certain extent it probably does take your mind off it um, when, when you see that you're right you might be able to play but then you can actually you learn you also learn by doing other roles in the club and it's uh, you know they're they're very good things that you can learn and probably use for the future, like, you know, if you're doing interviews or, you know, helping the media stuff or helping youth coaching and all those, that they're kind of things, they're, they're great experiences for the future, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's unbelievable, you know, it's just it's just taking the, the focus and putting it somewhere else, really, and uh, helping where you can. And of course, as well as that, like I just said there about concussion, there has been so much, you know, in, in rugby, there has been so much done around concussion because it is, as I said, uh, quite a common injury in it and uh, because of the way that the different types of tackles that are made in the game. And I suppose the best uh, the best case and case point will be, uh, I suppose, Johnny Sexton. Um, you know, he seems to have got quite a, f- a few... Uh, a few uh, concussion injuries, but also not not just about that, but also they've brought in uh, you know health and safety protocol like you know which is um, which is you know return to play practice, which is which is quite good because then that may that means that the player does not absolutely go back until he's he is absolutely ready, he or she I should say. Uh, you know the return to play is is it's very important and you know lads can be frustrated sometimes when you know they get a head knock and they know they're okay themselves and but you know they, they can't play a game or can't train because 
you know, the return to play protocols is there. But I guess it's there just, you know, to be, you know, 100% safe. Because, you know, especially, you know, my my injury, you know, can heal. Um, you know, the the rehab can be done on it. But a head injury is a completely different story. You know, it's yeah. it's the brain is, it's, it's very, you know, delicate. And I suppose it's very important now that, you know, like, you know, world rugby are trialing different rules and, you know, to, to help reduce the head contacts, whether it be in the ruck and in the tackle. You know those little things are are making a massive difference because in a contact sport, you know you are going to get an impact, and um, you know whether it be introducing like that you have to wear you know protective gear or whatever, it's uh, it is important. You know there are, the steps are being taken to to deal with it. And looking back at your own career to date, uh, you know, can you take us through the injuries that you have had since you started playing rugby? I I've been very fortunate. I have uh, this is my first major injury now since I've since I've joined. I'm and in my ninth season now of of, of playing, and uh, this is my first major injury and, and and a nice one to start with, I I suppose. But uh, the only injury I've ever sustained really was that uh, I kind of done a light tear in my um in the muscles of my ankle. That was the only uh, real kind of ever bad injury I've ever had, and it was only out for. It was perfect timing. I was out. Uh, I think I the Christmas break. I was. I only. I was injured for then. But uh, no, the, my ACL is the only ever uh, major injury I've ever had. I've, you know, you get the odd knock or a dead shoulder, but I've never had anything serious other than my uh, my ACL. And how's the um, how's your rehab going for the ACL injury that you have at the moment? How's that going for you? Great so far. So I was looked after in Santry. Uh, uh, Dr. Ray Morn uh, operated on me and he done a fantastic job and uh, I'm being looked after in um, Action Physio and Athlone by uh, James Sheeran and, he's, and you know, they're all great in there James James spotted the injury straight away and I was uh, looked after very well and so far so good now uh, back walking and hopefully uh, I'm going back up to Century in November to uh, do a few tests and uh, start uh, you know getting to the next level of my rehab that's great. Well, listen, we'd like we'd all like to wish you all the best in your in your rehab, and I think we might do a few uh, a few more kind of interviews with you as well, uh, just to kind of track your progress through the through the injury through your recovery as well. Perfect. Thanks, million. No problem. Thanks no very much. No problem. Thanks very much, Sam. And uh, thanks, million. That's uh, Sam. That's Sam Fogarty from Buccaneers Rugby Club. Thanks, man.